If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Escuchas ese rugido. Sientes la experiencia de poder. La emoción de la libertad. Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. We have become miserable. I am appealing to the government to help me live through this. Well, the Ghana Kidney Association says it is taking steps to engage stakeholders on how to make dialysis accessible and affordable to the population. Also in this bulletin, Electoral Commission exceeds the limited voter registration target by more than 200,000 people. We hear from the Electoral Commission, which says it feels vindicated in its decision to limit voter registration to district centers. We registered 910,996 voters. 900,000 plus yes. people. Yes. We have exclusive details from an inter-party advisory committee meeting where the EC says even political parties that have sued them over the registration exercise were left impressed with the outcome of the exercise. And also tonight, President Ekufad warns democracy is regressing in Africa and calls on world leaders and organizations to fight the rise of military takeovers in Africa. Now at 8 p.m., I hand over to Beverly Broom to bring us prime business. Ghana drops in trade attractiveness and openness index among other African countries in Stambik Trade Barometer Report. Dropped to number five. That, that goes to also buttress the point that um, whatever effect that uh, people are talking about on the economy is really on the ground. And later on in sports, Ghana Football Stakeholders Forum protest against impending GFA elections and football injustices in Accra. We are a home of independent, fearless, and credible journalism. Please stay for details. Prime Headlines was brought to you by Don't Take Risks. Use a condom every time. And thanks to Malatu, I kicked out Malaya one time. Some spices. Yes, sir. In our dialysis crisis series, we start with a tragic story. A 15-year-old Prisla Asante, a chronic kidney patient, pleaded with government to ease the dialysis financial strain on her family. Just before the government would hear her plea, Prisla has died. Prisla used to miss classes twice a week and traveled 100 kilometers from Chufo Mampong to Cape Coast just to be on the dialysis machine. My colleague Richard Kwajo Nyakun has the rest of the story. 
The humming sound of medical equipment here at the renal units of the Cape Coast Teaching Hospital welcoming patients. It's a Tuesday morning and 15-year-old Priscilla Sante is being wheeled into the renal unit here. The doctors told me I have to be on the machine and I have to be on that machine either twice or thrice a week. For now, she has to travel nearly 100 kilometers from Chifumampong with her mother to the Cape Coast Teaching Hospital every Tuesday and Thursday to have her dialysis session. My mom and dad do not have money either. We have become miserable. I am appealing to the government to help me live through this. Otherwise, I may die. Presla, a junior high school pupil, now carries a weight much heavier than her school bag. Her daily battle now is not with textbooks and homework, but with the relentless adversary, renal failure. I want the government to support me so I can live to fulfill my dream of becoming a nurse. The burden of her illness has not only taken a toll on her fragile body, but has shattered her world due to the family's precarious financial situation. They said that could be a 3.5. Mm. They say every section is 350 cities. And this in addition to getting blood and other medication. Presley's mother, Rutufori, has been a pillar of strength for her daughter and is determined to ensure her only daughter lives. With teary eyes, she shares the story of her family's headache, struggling to cope with emotional and financial strain that comes with caring for her only daughter battling renal failure. From the doctors, if I keep on missing this section, I may lose my daughter and I need the help of the government. Her voice quivers as she recounts the sleepless nights and endless hospital visits, each one a reminder of their uphill climb. But Prisla is not alone in this fight. Thomas Vincent Kahn has lived with kidney diseases for a decade. The people who came and could not survive just a week or even a month. So for me to survive it all these 10 years, it's, it's really been a tough one. For Thomas, the thought of heading to the dialysis machine is not just physically draining. It's also a haunting financial specter. The towering cost of dialysis looms over him like a relentless shadow, casting doubt and despair. Thomas speaks of the silent tragedy he has witnessed over the years. A grim parade of a hundred busloads of people who have lost their lives to kidney failure because they lack the financial means to access dialysis treatments. Most of the time, 
it's not easy uh, always chasing people or asking people for help because it is very difficult to sustain. For instance, if somebody gives you a thousand to help, you can't go to the person every day or every now and then to ask for the same help. And this is a disease that you always have to be coming to the hospital. Without that funding, you can't come for dialysis. And here is a case that, that is a, a, a pay-as-you-go. So it means that if you don't have money, you can't come for dialysis. And like I mentioned, there are people who have died because they cannot have the money uh, to come for dialysis. And to tell you the truth, there are lots of the people we have lost, not because of the disease, but just the thought of uh, finding money to come to the hospital, that alone has killed them. If there was good, if there was any support for them, if they had the money, I'm sure they would have been here by now. And then perhaps be coming to dialysis just to sustain or manage the situation. But unfortunately, because there is no money to support them, we have lost all of them. Each one, a story of unfulfilled dreams and shattered hopes, adds to the weight of despair that Thomas carries. We wish that uh, we have a strong fund funding to support our clients, those who are the vulnerable ones, some are unable to, to pay even for a session of dialysis. Chrissy Brown has worked in the renal unit of the Cape Coast Teaching Hospital for 20 years. Over the period, he's seen many families come to him, instructing him to take their relatives from the machine to go home and die, a situation that breaks his heart. You won't believe it. There are some who even come in, and they come in, tell you that now we can't, we don't have money to come anymore, and so please take off the catheter for us to go home. You know, because they can't, they, don't, they, they, they just don't know how to get the nurse, you know, um, the idea is to go home and die. You understand? It's sad, you know. But if we have a fund in place, then from that fund we can support. Sometimes people, transportation from their places to this place itself is also a challenge, you know, in, in itself. Once the trans transport fares are going up, it becomes uh, problematic for them. It's a story of Priscilla, Thomas, and countless others here who bear the heavy burden of kidney diseases. It's a stark reminder that the battle against renal failure is not only fought in hospitals and clinics, but in the hearts and homes of individuals and families who continue to grapple with its physical, emotional, and financial toll. Richard Kujunyako for Joy News. We can now hear from mother of the deceased, Ruth Ofori, who says Prisla was her only daughter. No, no, sit down. Um, what did she really say was wrong with her? No, sit down. If I show her, I'm going to show her. I'm going to show her. I'm going to show her. So the doctor said that the two kidneys were all not functioning? And the person is saying now, who do who do what dialysis and also machine and so. The partial person is that say, come on, you're not starting it yet. The person is now, person is now. You need to do a certain person. I can't do it. I can't do my body. I can't my body. Pa 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 pa. It's this year. 
young boy, a chamber of a cocoon. Until you say, I cut forty million, and you send the cocoa tree and sana, muddy body, Adia Mayana, Yadia, I'll be saying young boy, you see that. Now we are dear Jumankasa. If I tell me, you may be a quick man, a million. You could swan your Juma, also time, you are dear Janessa, and so you be a Captain Bianni. If you are no crampon. A car, and I'll be seeing a couple bar and your couple bois. I send me one and Babutian, you and Pacho, and yes, Cacatua. No bonnet, Jane. Now, what to be on Francis said, Yanko Bonas or Tiapo, and a doctor, Yia, and a doctor sent him. Now, what to be a Kiboko, Doctor Moho, in Pluno. In Pluno, no sooner. Science and said to this for this, and ten million. So that was Priscilla's mother speaking there to my colleague, Richard Kajo Nyako. Now, the mother says um, it was difficult to take care of her. They spent a lot of money on her medical bills. Now, she said she's been on this machine for just a month uh, and died as a result. So um, she's borrowed too much money to take care of her, and, and she doesn't even know how she's going to take care of those debts. Moving on to now, we understand that Priscilla will be buried tomorrow. We'll go on the telephone lines, uh, telephone lines now and speak with the headmaster of Mampon GA School, Francis Ampon. Uh, Francis, I'm grateful for joining us now. We understand that Priscilla used to miss school often uh, because of ill health and weekly, for, for weekly dialysis. Tell us how chronic kidney disease impacted her life. Now, uh, uh, so so I wanted to understand, you know, how the you know the chronic kidney disease affected Priscilla's life. You 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 were with her. You understood how this uh, took a toll on her life. Let us understand how it impacted her. Well, the Ghana Kidney Association says it is taking steps to engage stakeholders on how to make dialysis accessible and affordable to the population. Now, in a statement um, that they have released, they indicate that the professional body is responsible for promotion of kidney health through education on prevention and treatment of kidney disorders in Ghana. The association has noticed with concern the issues with dialysis currently making the news. The association is taking steps to engage the stakeholders to make dialysis accessible and affordable to the general population. Outcome of such engagement would be made known to the public. In the meantime, the association entreats the general public to live healthy to protect their kidneys by adhering to treatment of risk factors like hypertension, diabetes, mellitus, and avoiding the abuse of painkillers and herbs. Early reporting to hospital for all patients who have been diagnosed with kidney disease can slow down disease progression. So that uh, is the statement from the Ghana Kidney Association. Let's now return onto the phone line and speak to the headmaster of uh, the Mampong uh, DA Primary, where uh, Priscilla was a student uh, Mr. Francis Ampong is joining us now. Grateful to you. Now, we understand that Priscilla used to miss school often because of ill health and weekly dialysis. Tell us how chronic kidney disease impacted her life. Uh, 
Hello. I can hear you, sir. Yeah. Uh, when we were doing the last academic year, last academic year of term examination, we noticed unusual changes on her body. And I told my chef coordinator to send her to a parent to take her to hospital with agency. The following evening, a parent informed she was being admitted. So we follow up to know her condition. During, to vac during the vacation, we visited and her condition was not better. So a few days often the vacation we heard from the parents of the demise of the Prinsular Asante on 1st October 2023. This girl was in, was in basic age and very punctual, respectful, and very calm. She liked subjects like science and mathematics, and she also took part in sporting activities. All right. Uh, uh, thank you very much. I'm grateful to you. There's uh, some feedback from you, and so we need to end it. Now to other stories, the Archbishop of the Tamale Archdiocese, Philip Name, has called for a national dialogue on the state of the National Health Insurance Scheme. He says the NHIS, which was supposed to be a savior for Ghanaians, especially the poor, has become a dilemma for most uh, Ghanaians looking uh, for reprieve from a harsh healthcare system. He made the comment when he joined workers of the St. Lucy Catholic Hospital to celebrate their 15th anniversary celebration. I concerns of late, among others, have been the National Health Insurance Scheme. For what was supposed to be a savior for Ghanaians, especially the less privileged, the health insurance scheme has rather become a dilemma for most Ghanaians looking for reprieve from harsh healthcare system. The system has over the years been characterized by delays in reimbursement of claims, corruption, and ineffective governance. This leads to high costs of providing quality health and critical staff leaving the shores of the country. These call for immediate stakeholders' engagement to address these emerging challenges. Now, it has emerged tonight that the Electoral Commission has exceeded the limited voter registration target by more than 200,000 people. A number of opposition parties, including the National Democratic Congress, have sued the EC, claiming the Commission's refusal to decentralize the process will disenfranchise eligible voters. Well, today the EC called an inter-party advisory committee IPAC meeting with the political parties. It is emerging that some of the parties, including critical civil society representatives, all made a U-turn endorsing the EC's work. What I have here 
we registered 910,996 voters. 900,000 plus yes. people? Yes. Okay. Yes. Does that meet your target because you had a target of 700,000? Exactly. So you have answered the question. So, uh, in normally, like we said, I said that because registration is not composed in Ghana, if, if, if there are 10 people who are qualified to register, you don't expect all of them to register. Right? So, we, we said that uh, by statistics from the census, uh, 2021 census, they said that they projected that 450,000 people turn 18 a year. Mm -hmm. So, if you put that three years together, because we didn't do research in 2021, 2022 and 2023, for uh, 450,000 divided multiplied by three will give you 1.35. So we know that the people who qualify by the projection is 1.35. But like I said, and, and that's sorry was based on the sense the 2020-21 projection. That you know, by the statistical service, exactly. So now if you compute, if you compute 2.6, let's go through it by the 30, 30 million, that's the, around the figure you get. Mm. So the figure was mm. what again, the Bayesian calculation? The 450,000 a year, or 1018. Escuchas ese rugido? Sientes la experiencia de poder? La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Otherwise, 450,000 people are born in a year. So you multiply by three, you give you 1.35. Mm. When we met the parties and the rest, nobody complained. They Today? All, they, yes. They in all, the IPAC meeting? Yes. None yeah. of the parties none, complained? None, none, none. Those who, but who but the parties that were in IPAC, even without the NDC, some of them said what? Some are already in the court. But yes, the yes. one we met, they, they, uh, to, to, the, to me, they, um, and I've got on call, uh, a lot of our women we mentioned their names, they all agree that a good job has been done. NDC had joined forces with some of them. So today we made reference to those who are in court, and they were they they they, they agreed that we we have done a good job. So they gave you thumbs up. They endorsed the work you've done. The case they because they have gone to court. I wouldn't want to say much, but today none of them complained. Not not a single one. None of them complained. Their fundamental concern that you go. Now, President Tekufuado is warning democracy is on the decline in Africa, and in particular, the West African sub-region. This part of the world has witnessed an increase in number of coup d'etats, the latest being in Niger, where ECOWAS is contemplating a military action. Speaking at the opening ceremony of the Commonwealth Parliamentary Conference here in Accra, President Akufuado warned that if all do not rise against the development, more of such coups will happen. Parliamentary Affairs Correspondent Kwekwasante reports. There's been at least four military takeovers in the last few years in the West Africa sub-region. ECOWAS is currently studying a roadmap to militarily intervene in Niger to restore constitutional order. President Ekufuado is alarmed. The trend is on the rise. Constitutional changes in government in parts of Africa, especially in West Africa, through a series of coup d'etats and military interventions in governance, which testify to democratic regression. It is in the interest of democratic growth that this development is reserved, reversed as soon as possible. And in order so to do, that we give maximum support to ECOWAS, the regional body of West Africa, 
and the African Union, Africa's continental organization, in their efforts to restore democratic institutions in the affected nations of Mali, Burkina Faso, Guinea, Niger, and Gabon. He's been assuring the international community that Ghana will not renege on its commitment to constitutional governance. The Commonwealth Parliamentary Association, indeed, the Commonwealth itself, should join ECOWAS and the African Union in demanding the immediate unconditional release from unjustifiable detention of the democratically elected president of the Republic of Niger, His Excellency Mohamed Bazoum. Democracy and the stability that generally accompanies democratic governance are essential for the future prosperity of the African continent. Ghana has remained steadfast in her commitment to upholding the values outlined in the Commonwealth Charter. The Speaker of Parliament, Alban Bagben, however, believes democratically elected governments sometimes contribute to their own removal. This year, we celebrate 30 years of stable parliamentary democracy. Ours is a stable democracy in a sub-region that has in recent times developed a notoriety for reversing and backsliding on its democratic journey. Parliaments in the sub-region and in Africa in particular must try to understand the reasons for the loss of trust and confidence in the leadership of democratic processes and institutions that has characterized the recent spate of disruptions of constitutional order and constitutionalism in the continent. But it's important for us to note that these disruptions are always started by the civilian regimes themselves. They are those who go against the dictates of their own constitution and the mandate of the people and invite others to take over. We should be able to pick the signals, should there be any, and to steer our democracies away from such incidents in future. In related matters, meanwhile, President Akufuado has been reiterating his demand for a reform of international institutions and demand for reparation for slave trade. The reform of the institutions of global governance, particularly the United Nations and its Security Council, to make them more representative and reflective of contemporary realities. And secondly, the agreement of the European nations who sponsored the barbaric and inhuman transatlantic slave trade, the payment of compensation and reparations to the descendants of the victims of this horrific experience, especially as it's especially as the slave owners, unlike the slaves, were compensated when the trade was abolished. The Commonwealth Parliamentary Conference will conclude on Friday in Accra and is the first time Ghana is hosting the conference. It has brought together MPs and speakers from all Commonwealth countries. The conference will deliberate on matters to do with strengthening parliamentary oversight, among other key details. For Joy News, Kwekua Sante, Conference Centre, Accra.
This is watching Johnny's Prime. We'll take a quick break. We'll be back with more. It feels like becoming an entrepreneur aside academics is never going to be possible when you're in school. Mainly because we feel that we are young and we don't have the resources and the guts to be one. But if you believe in yourself and you have the passion to become an entrepreneur, then you already are. Staying ahead in a highly competitive environment requires applying creativity and innovation to every aspect of your journey to becoming an entrepreneur. Presently, entrepreneurship is driven by creativity and innovation to attain business objectives. The explosion in technology, business, entrepreneurship and consumption in this new era is as a result of the ongoing application of innovation. Milton Bell once said, if opportunity doesn't knock, build a door. So, if you are ready to be an entrepreneur, Heritage Christian College is ready for you. Heritage Christian College moves you from a wantrepreneur to become an entrepreneur. About one-third of a million people live with HIV in Ghana. Close to 10,000 of them die each year, mostly as a result of a lack of antiretroviral drugs and adherence. In fact, close to 57% of children under 14 years living with HIV do not receive antiretroviral drugs, again as a result of inadequate funds to provide them with medication. Life expectancy for these children is grim. The big worry, close to 16,300 people are newly infected with HIV each year. With this alarming rate of HIV infections, all of us are in danger. And Ghana is headed for an epidemic explosion if nothing is done now. To avert it. While the Ghana AIDS Commission is working hard to overturn the situation, the Commission urgently needs funding support from corporate Ghana and individuals to save lives. We're therefore appealing to you, corporate entities and individuals, to support the National HIV and AIDS Fund by dialing star 9898-HASH on MTN and Vodafone and follow the prompts or pay into the National HIV and AIDS Fund account number 101-863-161-3233, Bank of Ghana. Your donation will be used to prevent new infections and provide care for people living with HIV, including children affected by AIDS. For further information, please call Ghana AIDS Commission on 302 919260 or email info at ghanaids.gov.gh. Give to save a life today. Ghana AIDS Commission partnering to eliminate HIV and AIDS. It's Charlie, what number? The malaria will not be down, eh? It's Charlie, no joke. Fever, headache, vomiting, loss of appetite. I could even eat my usual fufu. <laughs> you and your fufu. But I hope you got it tested before the malaria treatment. Yes, I did. And thanks to Malatu, I kicked out malaria one time. When malaria strikes, take Malatu, containing Arthemeter and Lumefantrine. Comes in tablets and suspension for effective treatment of malaria. Great to have you back. I 
No problem. Mala 2 is suitable for adults and children. Manufactured and distributed by NS Chemist Limited. This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the FDA. Hello, my name is Abeku Agri Santana. If there's anything that makes my life so easy, it is my bank. I love hanging out with my boys' boys at our usual fufu joint. But even without cash, we still the chop better with Ecobank Mobile. No matter the time of day, my bank helps me stay in touch with my beautiful wife whenever she's away. And when my beautiful wife is in town, she never misses out on her favorite TV shows because I'm able to pay up all my TV subscriptions from the comfort of my mobile phone. Whenever she has to get groceries too, my bank makes it cashless and convenient. And the part my wife loves the most is when my bank makes it possible and easy for her to shop from any part of the world without moving <laughs> welcome to the smart world of ecobank download ecobank mobile from google play store or the app store and discover the smart way to bank ecobank the pan-african bank daddy daddy <sighs> this tank is big yes that's true it can store a lot of water that's so true. Wow. It has a walking tortoise on it. Mm-hmm. That's so true. I can see F-I-N-T-E-X syntax. That is so true, my daughter. When it falls down, it will spoil That's not true. But why? Yay! Syntex <laughs> was the first to introduce double layer tanks in Ghana. Syntex again was the first to introduce white inner layers in Ghana. Syntex gives you the biggest warranty seven years. No matter your water needs, Syntex is the answer. Syntex tank. Are you strong? Are you tough? Welcome back from the break. Now, the General Transport, Petroleum and Chemical Workers Union is joining calls for government to halt plans to lease Tema Oil Refinery Tour to Terentco Asset Management Group. They assert that a due diligence reports findings and the persistent renaming of Terentco have raised serious questions. Speaking at a press conference in Tema, the aggrieved workers said they will remain opposed to the deal because it does not inure to the benefit of the refinery. The constant and continuous changing of the entity's name suggests that this entity is trying at every point in time to hide all the dubious and scandalous issues behind it. It keeps changing its name and now we have a new entity with the same people by name Thema Energy and Processing Limited. Now what even strikes all the workers here is that behind the blind side or at the blind side of all workers, they have induced some Unicorn executive and their cause to form Tor Workers Charity Trust. And then they have given them 15% of the shares, 20% of the shares of uh, Thermal Energy and Processing Limited. At the blind side of management and the entire workforce, we want this clear cut of 
unethical and conflict of interest to be resolved by the appointing authority. We want management to take strict measures in averting all these issues and make sure that these individuals who have perpetrated this act are brought to book. Yes. Otherwise, as workers in the refinery and as executive, we can't guarantee their security and safety in the refinery. This is our simple call to the stakeholders that have been mandated to manage the refinery. Within this week and next week, the boss shouldn't come here. We don't want them, especially the three names that have been mentioned, because Mr. Appington is behind whatever is going on. It's not hearsay. It's something that we have witnessed. Because normally, personally, I don't like to say hearsay. We have witnessed his participation on whatever is going on. Appenty should be off the board. He was part of the previous board. The question is, what did he achieve for the previous board when he was on it? Mrs. Grant was part of the previous board. What did she do? Nothing. We don't even know the reason why they became part of this board. We are asking the president and the minister to make sure that those people are off the board. We do as soon as possible. They don't have any business here because they are here for their personal interest. The previous board, they didn't get anything. So they want to use this one to achieve something for their personal reason. That is not what we want. We want someone who has tall at heart, someone who wants to run tall. If they are not ready, they should not be here. Now, one out of ten persons in Ghana spent more than 30 minutes to access improved sources of drinking water. According to UNICEF, in the North Tong district of the Volta region, over 16 communities have had to choose between coffee-colored water from old wells and the Volta River, Volta River, which is neither clean nor pure. Clinton Yebua visited the communities and now reports. This is the Volta River. It is one of the monumental aquatourist attractions in the country. But for about 16 communities within this area, it is their only water supply. The river flows quietly through communities, providing sustenance for households, backyard farms and livestock. For several generations and years, the Volta River has been a salvation and the go-to water source. In Mepe, Toplonu, Abinu, Lenu, Venu, Kita, and about nine more communities in the North Tongu district, the pursuit of clean water is more of a struggle than a choice. In these communities, residents journey in the quest to find clean water, typically made to choose between the murky brown liquid from old wells, broken boreholes, and the river, which is neither clean nor pure. The aged residents who cannot take the pain of walking miles to the river employ the services of tricycle riders who charge a fee carrying the yellow container infamously called Kofor Gallon. I have been told that one of these Kofor Gallons costs five cities and 12 of such is needed to fill this barrel which can take the family throughout the week. That is to say that every household is spending at least 60 cities on portable water. Money is difficult to come by, yet we have to face water challenges. We buy it in this gallon at five cities. Even in these tough times, if we fail to go to the farm, we do not eat. If school children do not wake up early, they are punished for being late. School children carry these containers filled with water from the river. 
They are heavy, not just in weight, but the tax to complete every morning before they show up for school. They risk being late for school for the survival of their households. And the place that you have been fetching the water from is very far from this place. Sometimes we find it difficult to come and fetch the water here. Sometimes before we go to school, we come and fetch this, for, this water before we go to school. And by the time that we finish fetching this water and our house chairs before going to school, it will be too late for us to go to school. In the wake of these struggles, pollution crept in, as residents point out waste disposal and open defecation, which silently poisoned the water. This is the only water that we can use to prepare food or drink. And this is the only water close to us too. There is nowhere we can fetch it apart from this one. And also this is where some people have been fishing from. And some also shanking it, which has been affecting some of us in the community. Eugene Ansa is an environmentalist and a researcher at the Department of Chemistry at the Kwame Nkrumah University of Science and Technology. He evaluated that the continued consumption of contaminants found in polluted rivers may expose consumers to health complications including nervous system attacks. Toxic metals such as arsenic, cadmium, that get into the environment end up in our water bodies. When consumed, they would have toxic effect on human beings. You can suffer from skin cancer, you can, you can have attack of the central nervous system. People will always make claim that I've not seen anyone suffering from it and that's what we drink. Yes, it's true. But then, in science, there is bioaccumulation with respect to contaminants when ingested or when taken in. So if I take in a particular contaminants, it might be a little amount that I've taken in. But with time, if I keep on consuming that same thing over and over, it starts to accumulate in my system that we call bioaccumulation. So with that bio... Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Collision, it may hit the threshold that can cause problem to you, and therefore it becomes enhanced to you. So after a long time of exposure, you will now be having that effect. Community members are rallying together to advocate for their rights to clean water. And if there is something that they can be able to do that will help us, I think they should, be, they should do it so that it will protect us in the community to prevent us from diseases. Assembly member of Jagome Electoral Area, Petias Agbemo Nomenyo, appeals to authorities to come to the aid of disadvantaged communities. So we are praying with government that we are facing a lot of challenges in terms of water. We beg them. NGOs will beg you. Come to our aid. Let the people also feel comforted. In fact, in fact, we plead with you. Come to our aid. Help us so that our people, our community members, 
can also get good water to drink. Because as we know, water is life. So people are perishing just because of lack of water. We plead with you. We beg you. Eugene Ansa recommends domestic water treatment undertakings for households in urgent situations. People who consume river water should first boil the water so as to kill any microbes associated with it. That's the first stage. Now, once you kill the microbes, some of them, we have what we call suspended solids. These suspended solids will usually make the water cloudy. So once we have the suspended solids, we can do filtration and reporting for our resident of Ejiso in the Ashanti region who until now have been afflicted by the problem roads are excited as government begins construction of 47 kilometer stretch roads in the area. The project spearheaded by the member of parliament for the area, Dr. John Ampotriakuma, will see poor road networks in about 15 communities tarred and asphalted. Residents of beneficiary communities say their lives are being improved positively. Ahim Interior has more in this report. For decades, residents of Chirkrum, Amwoma Chiansi, Wankra, Adadiantem, Jamase, among others, have struggled with poor rules. Drivers are forced to stop plying some of these communities, and those who do so also charge exorbitant fares. But through the innovation of the Member of Parliament for Ejoso, Dr. John Ampontuakuma, construction works on both link and town roads covering 47 kilometers have begun. For Assemblyman for Amoma Chiansi, Daniel Ousu, the struggle of pregnant women assessing vehicles, especially at night, could soon be over. The Chikrom Amoma Chiansi Abram Road is planned for asphalting. For years, commercial drivers resorted to offloading passengers at the Adadientem Junction because of poor road network. Francesca Atta is among residents of Adadientem who have had to trek home for over five kilometers because commercial drivers refused to enter the town in protest over bad rules. So good engineering and construction limited are contractors working on the project. Chief Executive Prince Asari says the firm, which is setting up an asphalt plant, is in good position to complete 25-kilometer stretch by the end of 2023. Our target is to complete most of the 47-kilometer stretch. Some places have four kilometers, some places have three. So the place that we have started is about 25 
Uh, flag bearer aspirant of the New Patriotic Party, Dr. Osu Efriye Akoto, is amplifying his vision to create wealth through party businesses in his final round of campaign for the Delegates Congress. This is one of the ways he hopes to raise the morale of party members in a quest to overcome financial challenges of the party. He says creating party businesses to cater for the welfare of officers will be a more sustainable way than relying on donations from resourceful members. And Aljima has more in the following report. According to the former Minister of Agriculture, the morale of the party members has been low since their economic expectations remain unmet. This situation, which will negatively affect the NPP's fortunes in the 2024 election, has plagued the party since 2020. The 10 months before the 2020 elections was when I got an even better view of what is going on. Because as many of you know, in those 10 months before the election, I was with the President of Kufuadi everywhere he went. We interacted with our party people. And the sentiments expressed across the country were such that you couldn't escape the fact that the moral of NPP activists on the ground was very, very low. And that is something that haunted some of us until the election, where we were able to escape defeat by the skin of the teeth. As you know, now from 169 seats, we came to 137, and the NDC also had 137. First time that there's been a tie in Parliament since the Fourth Republic in 1992. So the MPP is not in a good place to contest, to retain power next year. And we have to address this issue very seriously. According to Dr. Afi Yakuto, the continuous reliance on donations has been the bane of... And now a special motorcycle weather report from Progressive. And today's forecast, expect a steady breeze with 100% chance of twisting down those country back roads gleefully on your motorcycle. Some will want you, others will want to be you, and animals everywhere will yearn for opposable thumbs just to work that throttle like you do. <laughs> On nature's cruel design. That's your forecast, back to you. This has been a special motorcycle weather report from Progressive, where every day's a beautiful day to ride with 24-7 roadside assistance from America's number one motorcycle insurer. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Roadside assistance subject to policy terms and limits and may require comprehensive coverage party. As a solution, he is proposing the adoption of a party business module which exists in South Africa. We have to look at the models of the ANC in South Africa, the African National Congress, which owns mining companies, it owns insurance companies, it owns shares in other big prosperous companies, and can take good care of the officials from polling station executives all the way to the general, general secretary of, of, the MP, uh, of, the, of the party to develop the party on its own boost, from its own bootstraps without having to rely on any government, whether in opposition or in government, or business people or individuals to do so. So that is my vision for this party. Dr. Akuto wants party delegates to consider his track record at the Ministry of Agriculture to vote him as flag bearer. And I call upon the delegates to consider these visions that I'm sharing with you. We'll take a break here. We'll return with Showbiz. Stay with us.
It's in the fridge. Calipo, the natural fruit juice drink. This advert is FDA approved. The other day, as I was in my kitchen preparing my special jollof meat with lily rice for my family, I heard a knock at the door. It was my mechanic. Instead of calling me to pick my car, he bought it himself. I said, Show, he said, FO. I said, Take the car back. I will come and pick it myself. As I turned off the fire from under the lily jollof, there was another knock at the door. He was my neighbor. I said, neighbor, neighbor. He said, F.O., my dog has jammed your wall again, oh. I said, don't be silly. You don't have a dog. My wife and kids came home, and we saw that he enjoyed. So, it was my pastor. He said, bless you. I said, bless you too. He said, did he come to church on Saturday? I said, I but uh, why are you coming to tell me this on Wednesday? Having to fend off visitors at mealtimes because of Lele's tasty aromatic rice? Celebrate every mealtime by sharing with friends and family near or far. Lele. Tasty food. Happy family. This advert is FD. Investment Limited. Well, welcome back from the break and time for us to do showbiz and the beautiful Noella Karin mm. Yali is here. What's Noella. a Cobra Cobra like yeah, you know, fan? <laughs> Oh, no, okay. Okay, yeah, you tried. Yeah, tried. of you course. Tried. Yeah. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> I'm good, I'm good. Anyway, so today we want to talk about Obapa Gladys. Hey, Cobra. The new <laughs> 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 sensation on social media. I mean, okay. I'm sure you've heard about the Cobra song I that's have. currently trending on TikTok. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, I hosted her today. She came by the Multimedia Group Limited. Okay. Kind of to see. 
me. Okay. And of course, we had an interview. Oh, she is such a fun, you know, uh-huh. woman. And uh, I put everything you need to know about this newer sensation mm. in a package. Enjoy. A few days ago, a social media challenge accompanied by a catchy song took the internet by storm, especially on TikTok. And Molly, our Cobra ambassador. Let's meet the artist responsible for this viral sensation, Opalpagladis. The song, titled Cobra, owes its skyrocketing success on social media to its clever and witty lyrics, not to mention the unique voice of the singer. But who is the musician behind the phenomenon? Surprisingly, before venturing into music, Obapa Gladys was a beautician. So what inspired her to create her first song, Cobra? Mietri. Hairdresser. I was a beautician. My song was inspired by the experiences I had living with four individuals in a compound house whose character traits can be likened to that of a cobra. Living with individuals like that requires great wisdom and caution. Let's delve into the making of the song. Who was involved in the recording process and how did it all come together? Uncle Freddy, my dear, I'm a black boy, sister. I die, me do, Papa, no, I'm a queer man, you know. Me do, I'm a sister, me, Papa. Meeting Fredima has been life changing for me. The day we crossed paths, I humbly knelt down and asked for his blessings. His prayers reassured me, especially since it was my first time recording. And you know, Ufan is saying now they record Utroy. Success sometimes comes with a fair share of online trolls. How is Obapa Gladys handling this negativity? Hey, the papa. No, I did not write down lyrics for my song. I actually
actually enjoy when people engage in trolling me. For those who also perceive my song as senseless, I see it as an expression of their opinions. My upcoming song features great ampong, and it delves into the human traits reminiscent of a crocodile. <laughs> Oh, That's the fascinating journey of Obapa Gladys. From a beautician to a viral music sensation. Her story reminds us that sometimes the most unexpected talent can emerge from the most unexpected places. We'll be sure to keep an eye on her future endeavors and see where her unique voice takes her next. Nipa nibi a cobra. Nipay. Oye cobra. Nipa nibi a cobra. Unenekasa. Mawenina. Unenekasa. Mawenina. You know, actually, David Cutler was interesting for uh, the whole report. Okay. You know, when you know she's she finished, yeah, and she has you to do know. her, you know, yeah. snake life. And all. all right, yeah, that'd be all for sure. Okay, thank you, Noella. <laughs> and that's all for the bulletin. Look, I did my own cobra things. What that's right. If you go onto my Facebook page, you'll see it. I've seen it's it. An interesting <laughs> thing. And uh, grateful for you for being here. There's more news on myjoyonline.com. Prime business is up next with Beverly Broom. And someone is doing Cobra Moves here. On the Cobra Moves notes, but buy from us here. <laughs>
yourself to unleash even more moolah by staking from one Ghana city to 350 Ghana cities. And you could win 26 times your stake on the exciting new pick one game from Game Park. Play by dialing star 946 hash on all networks via our website or download the Game Park app on www.gameparkgames.com. Choose your pick one number from 1 to 36. Place your stake and watch our live draws on Adum TV at 9 a.m., 12 p.m., and 6 p.m. daily. Hey, live like, like me with Game Park. Game Park, more mula, more power. This game is regulated by the National Lottery Authority, not for persons under 18. Play responsibly. Luck is everywhere, for everyone. Yeah. Doctors, nurses, barbers, drivers, bouncers, friends. The luckiest you could be the luckiest. The business segment is brought to you by Ecobank, the Pan African Bank. Take a similar cement bag for your QR code. It's time you switch to Bell Park today. And welcome to Prime Business here on Joy News Prime. I am Beverly Broom. Now, oil marketing companies are yet to adjust prices at the pumps four clear days after the deadline. Prices of the various petroleum products should have been reviewed last Monday. However, Joy Business's checks showed that most of the major firms have not changed prices. Prices should have witnessed some marginal increase, with diesel expected to witness the biggest jump. But some OMCs have told Joy Business that they are still monitoring the market before they undertake any adjustment. It is not clear for now how competition in the sector has influenced this move by some of the oil marketing companies. Moving on, the Finance Ministry has given the firm assurance that everything will be done to ensure that ongoing economic recovery is not affected by election-related expenses next year. The assurance follows a projection by former president of the Ghana Association of Banks, Dr. Al-Hassan Andani, warning that the 2024 elections could pose a threat to the country's economic recovery. Here's more if this report. The finance minister noted that even though expenditure will be contained to ensure that it's in line with the budget, other very important projects and initiatives will not be stored. 
if for instance note that government's plan of providing economic freedom through human capital development would not be compromised. The finance minister disclosed this during a recent meeting at the UN General Assembly meeting on special development goals. There have been concerns that the recent gains will be derailed as we enter into the election year. But the finance minister is seeking to assure that this will not be the case in 2024. Now, Ghana fell to the fifth position in trade attractiveness and openness among 15 African countries in the third edition of the Stambic Trade Barometer Report. South Africa maintained its position as number one in terms of trade infrastructure development and attractiveness. This is an indication that Ghana's trading community continues to face numerous challenges in doing cross-border business. Speaking to Joy Business after a short ceremony to launch the report, Head of Trade Financing at Stambik Bank, Francis Thembiapia, disclosed that the results showed the slowdown in economic activities at the ports. Ghanaian businesses face significant obstacles in global trade, including import and export bans, tariffs and customs requirements. 41% of surveyed businesses feel that customs and trade regulations represent a major or severe obstacle constraining their ability to engage in trade with other African countries. Speaking to Joy Business after a short ceremony to launch the report, Head of Trade Financing at Stambik Bank, Francis Tembi Apia, disclosed that the result is a reflection on the economy. In the other two editions, you saw um, after South Africa, Ghana really was, um, I mean, Ghana was the second. I mean, across infrastructure, trade openness, trade attractiveness, and all that. But in this particular issue, we have dropped to number five. That that goes to also buttress the point that um, whatever effect that uh, people are talking about on the economy is really on the ground. So this 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 data is not just um, data that are, that are given to IMF or the central bank. We go down to the trader and they interview them, and not just one, but across about over two thousand five hundred um, traders. So um, it, is, it, it is something that that strikes me a lot that. Um, we, we, we are trying to get to a point, but compared to our peers, we seem to be coming down, and, 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 and this is very revealing. Head of Business and Commercial Clients at Stambik Bank, Farihan Al-Hassan, highlighted the importance of the report to the trading community. What happens in other countries? So it's not just about what happens in Ghana alone. The report typically talks about what happens in the 10 most important countries, that's how we, we target in Africa, Uganda, Ghana, Kenya, Nigeria, South Africa, Angola, Ghana, and some other countries. And for me, it's just to find a way of relating what happens there to what happens in Ghana and see how you could take opportunities in those countries. The purpose, as I indicated, is just to ensure that we increase our intra-Africa trade. So if you are selling poultry products to the USA, to Germany, this report tells you that there's another big market in Uganda or in Kenya that you can take advantage of and perhaps it's just worth exploring those markets to see whether they would offer you competitive trading terms or not ghana is behind mozambique namibia and nigeria in the current rankings now ghana's pension scheme faces sustainability concerns a decade from now as indicated in the 2022 financial stability review report 
The report highlighted governments defaulted on pension contributions for public sector workers between October last year and May 2023. However, pensions analyst Andrew Saglobi re- re- remains optimistic. He asserts that controlling inflation and interest rates will bolster the scheme, ensuring timely pension payments. Uh, most of the private pension schemes uh, are doing well, irrespective of the areas that are built. You know, and those areas, when the employer usually coming from the public sector schemes are being paid, yes, they are paid like two or three months, you know, and then the investments are done. Uh-huh. So uh, the other challenge, which I can say now, is the high interest rate that we find ourselves in the country. You know, so when you are having an investment such as pension scheme that will pay you a bulk money at once, and you have uh, interest with that uh, inflation that are higher, it makes that most of the private pensions team now are having the challenge called uh, negative real returns. Okay, because if you look at, let's take an example, for example, uh, we know that the inflation rates for the last month was around 40%, which it has even come down. Now take one year uh, treasury bill rate or the government of Ghana treasury bill for one year. It's for 32%. The, uh, the, three, uh, the three months around 28, 20-something. 20 so a pure theory would tell that if you take away the, uh, the, what, the uh, inflation from it, you get negative returns. You know? uh, so real return is a challenge for people now. So if we can be able to control the inflations, you know, which is a major challenge for people who have fixed income like that, I think that the most returns that are done by the private sector, around 20, above 20, you know, it's quite uh, meaningful returns. Uh-huh. So once the economy fundamentals are controlled, you know, their contributions comes. Now, the oil and gas cooperative credit union is improving services to small and medium enterprises through increase in loan disbursement to customers. In 2022, the credit union recorded 65% growth in loan advances. Board chairman Gideon Kuma believes improvements in the businesses of clients will have a positive impact on the national economy, including profitability of the credit union. Nanaya Ojima has more in this report. In the year under review, loans granted to members of the Oil and Gas Credit Union increased from 659,000 to over 1.1 million cities, representing a 65% rise. This drove an increase in membership by 53%, while the purchase of shares increased to over 221,000 cities. Total savings have more than doubled from 713,000 cities to 1.7 million cities. Board Chairman Engineer Gideon Kuma says more customer-tailored services will be introduced to sustain the growth. So we've taken it upon ourselves to assist our mem- the businesses of our members to thrive. Those doing the minor ones, those doing big ones, we try as much as possible um, to make sure that they, their business is thriving by giving them the financial support when they need it. Then we also supervise, supervise their work to make sure that whatever they are doing um, is beneficial to both of us. And for the past five years that um, we have been doing this, we have seen that our members are also growing. So as our members are growing financially, they also bring their 
um, finances here. Engineer Kuma says the credit union concept should be promoted due to its advantages in financial service delivery. Credit union is very beneficial. Um, it is um, one way to get access to um, quick funds for business and for other purposes. And also when you also do investment there, you have a say in it because you are a part of it. Because you are part of it or because you are a part owner, um, you make sure that it grows. You make sure that your money is safeguarded. You make sure that um, you look at what the credit union is being done to safeguard your money. And so I think um, we should be looking at the credit union way. Meanwhile, Chief Executive Officer of the Bulk Oil Storage and Transport Company, Edwin Alfred Provencal, is proposing an increase in reach to all persons in the energy sector. Because if you transition from an oil and gas cooperative credit union limited to an energy cooperative credit union limited, you can imagine how diverse your members will be. For joining news, I'm reporting. Let's do agriculture now. Stakeholders in the rice subsector are urging government to increase investment in research to enhance rice cultivation and production, ultimately reducing the need for imports. They emphasize that the nation's pursuit of self-sufficiency in rice hinges on the commitment of key players to allocate ample funds for research aimed at developing high-yielding varieties, amongst others. Now, these stakeholders comprising far rice farmers, millers and seed growers voiced their appeal during the evaluation of new rice strains at a demonstration farm in Sokwai within the Achuma Mwabieja South Municipality of the Ashanti region. Mohamed Nuruddin has more. The selection process was carried out among 12 recently developed varieties released by the Crops Research Institute under the Council for Scientific and Industrial Research. Farmers were asked to walk through the rice field and pick out the varieties they believe will be most beneficial. The selection procedure was carried out sequentially, allowing every farmer on the field to make their preferred choice. Diverse viewpoints and assessments were expressed regarding the cultivated rice varieties. Here are a few of them. I'm Panade Joseph uh, in Sokwai, a rice farmer. Uh, all are very good, but there are some which are very, uh, which are far better than the others. With farmers, we can, if we get most uh, of the seed, uh, it will be very helpful for us. So now, Farmers, we don't have the money to go and buy the seed from the breeders. So if government can help them to produce more at subsidized prices, so our farmers can get those uh, varieties, so it will help us. Selecting the CRI Ajapa variety released in 2022, Mr. Joseph Panada described its appealing aroma and plentiful tillers, which contribute to potentially higher yields. Oh, Ajapa, the aroma is very good. Uh, the yield is good. The tilling is fine. Uh, and all is, is, is just the same level. 
we don't have uh, taller ones or short ones. They are all the same level. It's very good. But if I get that one, uh, Another stakeholder, Mr. Kujo Asempa, lauded the CRI Agra rice and CRI Amankwatia varieties as superior in the market due to their potential for greater yields, strong grain quality, good size, and similarities to imported rice. Is that they brought out here today? I show that they have the potentials of giving us good yields as. Uh, the seed industry or the rice industry is supposed to grow. However, my preferred uh, varieties that I have observed here today is the CSR Agra. Uh, that particular variety uh, has the potential to uh, give a higher yield compared to the other varieties because it tillers more than the other varieties. The grain quality is very superb. The size of the grains are very uh, good, and then it looks just like the foreign you, you, you send that particular rice to the mills. The market women prefer uh, buying those, uh, the other variety than the other varieties. So that's why I am going for the agri variety. Trying to protect your identity by yourself is a lot like trying to be a quarterback without an offensive line. LifeLock alerts you to blindside threats you may miss on your own, even if you're monitoring your credit. If a threat happens to get through, a dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist is there to help. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. That's LifeLock.com aware to save 25%. LifeLock. Identity theft protection starts here. I'm not saying the other varieties that are not all good. They're all good, but in terms of preference... I prefer the Agra, then followed by the Mancotia. It also has the same qualities as uh, the Agra has, and it's also perfumed. And you see, for, for what we are doing now is to let people patronize the local varieties. So we have to look out for the varieties that people will appreciate as the same as the ones that they are imported. Mr. Ajiman Ofosu, assistant breeder at Crop Research Institute, says the institute will look at the variety the farmers geared towards and work more on it. So what you just saw here is something that Copia Ghana has sponsored. And their main aim is to help farmers to select which varieties they want so that they will be able to produce larger quantities for them. So researchers are working around the corner and then all we need is investment. Investment in the right direction, policy in the right direction, so that we'll be able to produce that much varieties and then the farmers too will be able to select what they want and then so that we'll be able to uh, mitigate the high amount of money that we spend in, in importing uh, rice into the country. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCI US LLC.
my deputy director, who is the main rice breeder, Dr. Masola Sante, anytime he gets the opportunity, talks about the fact that there should always be the right channel of investment. Mr. Ofosu underlined the richest dedication to releasing favorite rice varieties and call on the government to allocate more resources to rice research for improved production. If Copia Ghana had not sponsored this, these varieties would have been in the shelves of Crop Research Institute. But with support from Copia, we have been able to introduce the farmers to the varieties. And they were excited. Some selected varieties that were released last year. Most of the selection came from Ejapa. But Ejapa was just released in 2022. Assuming we have not gotten the finance to introduce the farmers with, they wouldn't know that such varieties exist. So our appeal to the government is just to invest more into rice research, okay, and then also to help the farmers with their petty petty needs so that we'll be able to reduce rice. How many? The farmers praised the institute for consistently introducing new rice varieties annually, benefiting farmers and the industry. A report by Mohamed Nuruddin. Now, Coa Research and Manufacturing Limited Company has launched its new product, the Coa Plus Mixture. The Coa Plus Mixture, according to the company, is an enhanced formulation with additional beneficial ingredients. According to Chief Executive Officer of Coa Research and Manufacturing Limited Company, Professor Samuel Duncan, the company is poised to create jobs through its operations. He, he was speaking at the launch of the new product. Building on the success of Coop Mixture, Coop Plus Mixture has been meticulously crafted to provide an even more comprehensive and effective solution to support one's health and vitality. This upgraded formulation is the result of extensive research and development and it is set to redefine the standards of nutritional supplements in the industry. According to Professor Samuel Duncan, scientists have fine-tuned the formula to maximize its effectiveness. What's the problem? Everybody here is plants. When we school, they come from plants. Yes, so we call plant medicines. So, the first time I don't understand why the food we eat comes from plants. Yes, we come from plants medicines. And I should tell you today that nature made this possible for these three things to maintain the life. If one of them is sick, if we lay like this natural um, flavor of history, we can live a hundred and three years without even going to the hospital. Chairman for the event, Professor Johnson Yakubuampon, called for more investment within the herbal medicine industry. therefore offers a holistic approach to providing general well-being from an organic perspective. It is against this background that Africa needs to take her herbal medicine industry serious by undertaking comprehensive research. As the Vice Chancellor of the University of Cape Coast, I'm proud to emphasize that our institution has been at the forefront of research. Qua Plus comes with a commitment to outstanding customer support and a satisfaction guarantee reflecting their dedication to human health and happiness. 
Now, leading distributor of electronics and home appliances, Electroland Ghana Limited, has emerged as the only distributor of TCL appliances on the Ghanaian market. The exclusive distribution rights was revealed in a strategic partnership announcement alongside a customer engagement in Kumasi. Yes, more. The competitive and fast-advancing electronic industry, Electroland Ghana Limited, has become the only source of TCO products on the local market. The partnership will afford Electroland Ghana space to distribute TCO customer electronics, including televisions, air conditioners, washing machines, refrigerators, and sound bars to homes, offices, and industries. The announcement events included customer engagement to address potential challenges and seek recommendations. Marketing and retail management of TCL, Dennis Fixen Lai, indicates the partnership will expand reach. Electroland is arguably one, not, if not the best distributor, one of the best we have in the country. TCL partnered with Electroland because we wanted to reach more people. We wanted to give people better experience, better um, um, viewing experience, better listening experience, and better feeling experience. TCL is not here just to make money. TCL is here to inspire greatness among the youth. So we can use that through do, do that through Electroland. So if you're under the sound of my voice, I'll advise you that yes, people are frauding people. People are taking people's monies on on social media, physically and all. Please, if you want quality TCL product by walking to any Electroland shop. According to the National Sales Manager of Electroland Ghana Limited, Vincent Azanbiok, the partnership will provide a diverse range of services to customers. We have products that are tailor-made for all sorts of life. Uh, anywhere you find yourself, whether you are a premium customer, whether you, 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 your budget is, is a bit low or is a medium income budget, we, find, we make sure that we have a product for you. So that's why we have a diversity in our brands, diversity in our products as well. So we're always excited when we're able to add a top brand such as TCL to our lineup. Ashanti Regional Manager of Electroland Ghana, Hadi Naji, assures of commitment to deliver high-quality products. That was, that was choosing TCL. It was based on the quality assurance we usually give to our clients. Uh, as my colleague, the TCL marketing manager, was, uh, was referring to the 98 inches, for example, uh, TCL is number one in the world. And in different uh, televisions also, they are top two. So it is, uh, quality is assured to the public of Ghana. Clinton Yeboah's report, right to you. And that's all for business tonight. You can read more of our stories when you log on to myjoyonline.com forward slash business. I'm Beverly Broom. Sport is next. Please stay.
business segment was brought to you by Ecobank, the Pan African Bank. It's time you switch to Bell Park today. The malaria will knock you down, eh? Challenge no joke. Fever, headache, vomiting, loss of appetite. I couldn't even eat my usual fufu. <laughs> you and your fufu. But I hope you got it tested before the malaria treatment. Yes, I did. And thanks to Malatu, I kicked out malaria one time. When malaria strikes, take Malatu, containing Arthometer and Lumefantrin. Comes in tablets and suspension for effective treatment of malaria. Great to have you back. No problem. Mala 2 is suitable for adults and children. Manufactured and distributed by NS Chemist Limited. This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the FDA. No, 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 no. This is for your mom. She loves me because of my frutelli. natural fruit juice and the perfect way to the heart. Who loves you because of your fruit telly? This advert is FD. Hey, give it to me! Hey, man! Go! Unleash even more mula by staking from one Ghana city to 350 Ghana cities. And you could win 26 times your stake on the exciting new pick one game from Game Park. Play by dialing star 946 hash on all networks via our website or download the Game Park app on www.gameparkgames.com. Choose your pick one number from 1 to 36. Place your stake. And watch our live draws on Adum TV at 9 a.m., 12 p.m., and 6 p.m. daily. Hey, live life like me with Game Park. Game Park, more mula, more power. This game is regulated by the National Lottery Authority, not for persons under 18. Play responsibly. For decades, we have helped businesses connect with their trade partners all over the globe. From Ghana to Burkina Faso, Cote d'Ivoire, Benin, Togo, Senegal, China, Morocco, France, Netherlands, and many other countries. We have made it possible to bring Ghana to the world. We have brought small and medium businesses closer to their customers across the regions in Ghana with our SME support facilities. We have brought relief and smiles to the faces of families with our employee personal loans. With our cutting-edge technology and digital support, we take the burden of complex thinking off you, making life simple. 
That is who we are, as close as a partner. Bank of Africa, we are indeed the African bank with the global reach. of Education through the National Teaching Council presents the Ghana Teacher Prize 2023 on the theme, The Teachers We Need for the Education We Want, the Global Imperative to Reverse the Teacher Shortage. Guest of honor, His Excellency Nana Adodankwa Akufuado. The most outstanding teacher will be awarded with a three-bedroom apartment. First runner-up goes with a four-by-four pickup. Second runner-up gets a saloon car. The best teacher in leadership and administration gets a saloon car. The best college of education tutor gets a 4x4 pickup. Other categories to be awarded include the best preschool teacher, the best primary school teacher, the best junior high school teacher, the best senior high TVET school teacher, the best non-teaching staff. Activities include a two-day symposium on the 3rd and 4th of October 2023 at Akroma Plaza Hotel, Takrade, at 9 a.m. and a Grand Derba on Thursday, 5th October 2023 at exactly 9 a.m. at Ghana Secondary Technical School, GSTS Auditorium, Takrade. Sponsors include Media Partner, Ghana Teacher Prize 2023, My Teacher, My segment is brought to you by Commended DBS Industries to you. Let's go to DBS Industries. Good evening and thank you for joining us on Joy News. This is the sports. I'm Gary Al Smith. And earlier today, a group called the Ghana Football Stakeholders Forum presented a petition to the chief accountant of the Ministry of Youth and Sports, Dr. Osman Haruna, in the absence of the Sector Minister, Mustafa Yusuf. They said they had demonstrated or protested um, what they believe to be the manipulations in Ghana football. And in particular, they looked to ask the Sports Ministry to use their influence to stop the GFA elections scheduled to be held tomorrow. Convenience, among other things, have a lot of placards. This one says the GFA has now been turned into a scouting agency, Proton Sports. Proton Sports is an agency that belongs to the GFA president, Keto Kraku, and it's believed that this agency, he has been accused of using this agency to get players on the agency into all the national teams at the male and female level, under 17, under 20, under 23, and the Black Stars, and same for the women's team as well. Um, we see, do you remember Amoagogo, his match-fixing agent as well? Now, there was a huge match-fixing scandal involving Ashgold, the club called Ashgold and Inter-Allies, and it's believed that the GFA were part of it as well. Time to speak now. You can be the next victim of Keto Kreku. So basically, this demonstration is also accusing the incumbent GFA president, Ket Simon, um, Edwin Okreku, of being a dictator, of not listening to um, people 
multiple dissenting opinions, and they are also referencing his infamous Joy FM interview that he had with me, where he said that, I mean, he basically, nobody works with their enemies. He said to me, um, April two years ago, that nobody works with their enemies. So I count about 100 to 120, 130 people here, and they'll be taken through um, the principal streets of this area, Ringway, and, and, and surrounding areas to the sports ministry for what they call the rescue, the GFA demonstration as well. Obviously, we are seeking justice and we strongly believe that football has come to the wilderness. Things are not in order. Everything is in the state of Desperados. So we strongly believe that demonstration is an avenue for you to register your displeasure. Points are not going over. You don't have to take to the streets and be on aggression or act unlawfully. We just demonstrate for the authorities to see so that they can rectify what is what, what is not well so that there will be uh, an order. Yeah, this has become necessary because a whole lot is going on in into our, in our football and I think that this is, a, this is the best time to tell the world what is happening. Most of the times we serve most of the things within our circles and Kedo uh, has taken advantage of that situation. That's more reason why this time around we have come out, come out to uh, demonstrate to the people of Ghana and the world to know what is actually happening in our football. Okay. My official name is Nicholas Omanie Champo. Nicholas Omanie Champo. There is a name that they used to call you. Zafanat Pania. Zafanat Pania. I have many names anyway. He has many names. But, Sanka, Anka, where is Anka? Your gospel, this is not gospel. Why are you here? Haven't you heard that Ghana is Christian country? Ghana is gospel nation. Haven't you heard of that? We have heard. Good. You see, the way a manner football especially is being run in this country it's not good things are not going on well at all because look at the elections that is coming on that is scheduled to be coming on tomorrow yeah agitations are so much troubles problems complaints and what have you you are Parliament. Speaker of Parliament, only now, sorry, crazy. Judiciary, I am full. Young Sassa, my cosmo, a bit born as a moire. Young Bonfro. Now about to go to the channel, a banon stop. Name him, you him, ye, Nekas, okay, Udibima, no problem. And you have a funeral or Mobunion on Bobajo. Nemozi, young Yama, young Yang Yaway, Ama, a man, and who near Cosmo, Nasimcia, Cosmonis, Cobba, then you will be. Tell you, Mamma. Most of what you program, no. 
we received this petition on behalf of the minister and on behalf of uh, uh, the government. Yes. So it will certainly reach every appropriate courtesy. God bless you. Take it. God bless you. And that's how we bring you into our coverage of the GFA election schedule for tomorrow. So the protests have happened on the eve of the GFA elections scheduled for Tamale. Joyce Boss Muftal Nabila joins me on phone um, to give us some perspective, via Zoom, sorry, to give us some perspective to today's demonstration and whether it can affect tomorrow's election in any way. Muftal, thank you for joining us. Thank you very much for having me, Gary. The big question, does today's demonstration do anything to tomorrow's polls in Tamale? Uh, from where I sit, I don't think that the demonstrations will uh, have any impact on the elections that will be happening in Tamale. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCI US LLC. On, on Thursday, um, the petition says um, the Ministry of Youth and Sports and the government at large uh, should at least um, stop the GFA elections. Uh, that was going to happen on Thursday. But unfortunately, I don't see that happening. Uh, what I've seen is, is that Kim Faisal has gone ahead to serve the president of the Ghana Football Association and his entire executive council members um, with a writ of summons that they are uh, injuncting the GFA elections. They already have one pending issue that is expected to be uh, to bring them back to court on October 12th, but now they've gone ahead to serve the GFA president and his executive council separately. So um, all these uh, efforts that have been made to ensure that the elections are going to happen. But one of the things, uh, Gary, I know you come there, but one of the things is the fact that if the GFA election does not happen before October 25th, um, a vacuum will be created at the Ghana Football Association where we will not have leaders um, in charge of the governance of football in this country. So, and if that also happens, what it will mean is that Kato Kreku and his executive council cannot hold themselves as leaders of Ghana football because their tenure would have expired. So if you were the advisors of Kato Kreku, what would you say? Go ahead with the process come back, if we are cited for contempt of court, then we can go and deal with the matter in court. Mm. But let's not risk the situation where by October 25, the Ghana Football Association leadership would become vacant. Is that what they call a lacuna will be created? 
lacuna is more of a legal term where they will tell you that, okay, the, the law creates a certain leeway for people to be able to maneuver their way out when it comes to certain issues. So um, I don't think it's a lacuna within the, 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 the issues. But I think maybe we can use the lacuna when people say that maybe the GFA is trying to find a way of organizing the elections so that they will come back and deal with the matter. Nice um, sure. Mustafa, well, finally, finally. I mean, a lot of people did not even know there were going to be elections tomorrow, but would you say that today's protest has actually shed light and elevated the profile and the stakes in tomorrow's election? Because, I mean, now people know that, oh, all right, so something was happening. Yeah, actually, I, I, I think that... Um uh, the protests um, actually drew uh, the attention of many people to the fact that the Ghana Football Association is going to Tamale to organize its elections. Because, like you mentioned, many of us had actually forgotten that there was going to be an election because it is more of a procession. You were, it was supposed to be a contest. And in the end, it is more of people just going there to occupy the, the positions they were already in, especially the topmost position when it comes to Ghana football, that is the presidency. And it, is actually going to, it was actually going to be the highlight of the elections on Thursday. But if the members of the Ghana football family are going to Tamale just to endorse their leader to continue, um, I'm sure it is one of the reasons why many people don't actually know that there's an election happening. But one of the things I've heard is the fact that some members of the FA have actually said they will not go and vote. If you are not going to vote, it means that your right to determine who leads Ghana football, um, uh, and, and you've taken it away from yourself because the GFA has not asked you to, not to come and vote. But if you decide that you are not going to vote simply because you have you think you are fighting the system, uh, it is actually right. I I I think that the protest, in as much as many many of us and uh, many of us would think that um, it shouldn't have happened because never in the history of Ghana football that we've had um, people go on the streets and protest against leadership. And the funny thing, actually, was the fact that it was more of the person in charge of football and not the system. Because most of the placards that we picked live on Joy News earlier today, and also when we brought a playback of, of, of uh, uh, the event on Sports Today at 2 p.m. on this very channel, the placards were directed at the president of the Ghana Football Association. And I've always said that the governance of football goes beyond the leader. The institution becomes what it is if the people surrounding the leader are able to step on his door and tell him, we disagree with this. We shall not go on this trajectory. But if people are quiet and the system uh, is not going the way that the general public thinks it should go, but the people within the football family feel that they should go on that direction. I don't think we would have to come out and protest and put the, the president of the association on the chopping block. And as much as the back stops at him when decisions in Ghana football are taken, it is a larger group that takes the decisions uh, about Ghana football for the larger interest of, of Ghanaians. And okay. I think that the protests could have opened up. They could have opened up their protests and uh, maybe include executive council members because it's not the GFA president alone who takes uh, decisions. It's not an executive position. It is a position that requires 
the executive council members to always make input. So they could have broadened up their, their protests and reached out to all the core people when it comes to the decision-making process of Ghana football. Nice one, Muftao. And still on that tangent, as Muftao said, let's show you who is what. Muftao, thank you very much for your time. But Muftao has inadvertently previewed tomorrow's election for us in terms of the positions at stake. Remember, tomorrow, Kurt Okreku is expected to be elected unopposed as the GFA president for the next four years. However, all the juice is here. The GFA Exco is where it's going to be interesting. Three people wants the position, or five people want the position, three will get it. There's Gideon Ofosu, Samuel Enimado, a.k.a. known popularly as Asamoah manager, Mark Ado, the incumbent vice president, Eugene Noel, and Alexander Abebio all want to be Exco uh, as well. The Exco elections balloting for the five Premier League clubs Exco positions. So these ten are vying for five positions that will enable them represent the Ghana Premier League clubs. Simple. There's Frederick Achampo, Rafael Jamra, uh, there's Edmond Aka, there's Tony Obin, number four, Kinsley Osebunsu, number five, number six is Nana Odru Safo, aka Sebosro. Um, seven is Ransford, Annette Abe, that is the government's name of Randy Abe, so that is his real name. And uh, eight is James Kwesiapia, former Black Stars coach. Nine um, is Asenso, Onyana Asenso. And ten is former Joy FM, Joy FM sports editor, Eloni Amande, who is these days a lawyer and also CEO of Karela United. All right, so we'll be giving you extensive coverage of that tomorrow, our team is in Tamale as we speak. They are settling, and on all the multimedia platforms, they will be covering that as well. And tomorrow, please look out for this, um, what, what do you call it, the sick tune as the montage for our coverage of the GFA elections. Moving on, and Black Stars head coach Chris Huting has called up 23 players for this month's international friendly matches against Mexico and the United States of America that will be played in the U.S. The headline is that Brighton and Hove Albion right-back Tariq Lamptey makes a return to the squad after being out injured during the last international break. Remember, he'd been out for 10 months. The player made his injury return just before the September break and has seen minutes for Roberto De Zerbi's side since. Hilton also hands a call to Thomas Partey, who also missed the last international break due to injury, and he missed... Games for Arsenal against Central African, uh, for the Black Stars against Central African Republic and Liberia. And he only returned to training for Arsenal this week and is expected to feature for the club against Man City this weekend. Andre Ayu is not there. He's been dropped. Baba Idrisu and Abdul Babaraman, who all made the last team, have been dropped from their latest team. Ghana take on Mexico at the Bank of America Stadium on the 14th. That will be in the city of Charlotte before taking on the United States of America. On the 18th, that's Ghana, 18th. And, um, but if you're in the U.S., it will be on the 17th in Nashville, Tennessee. Houston is expected to use the two friendlies as part of the build-up to the FIFA World Cup 2026 qualifiers in November and the Africa Cup of Nations in La Côte d'Ivoire. So these are the squad players. So that's the full list. You can see it again on myjoinline.com. Speaking of World Cups, the 2030 World Cup is 
set. And it's set to be staged in six different countries across three continents. And that was in a shock move to acknowledge the 100th anniversary of the tournament. Under the terms of an extraordinary proposal discussed at a FIFA Council meeting today, Spain, Portugal and Morocco will be the official World Cup hosts. But the first three games will take place in Uruguay, Argentina and Paraguay in a nod to the competition's South American roots. The radical move is as a result of months of secret talks between UEFA and the South American and African federations who reached an agreement before taking the proposal to FIFA. The world governing body are also understood to have given their support in principle to an idea that will spare them the lengthy and costly bidding process, but it needs to be rubber stamped at next year's FIFA Congress. Spain, Portugal and Morocco have been considered favorites to win the hosting rights for 2030 since confirming their joint bid earlier this year, which would have meant heartbreak for fans in South America. Uruguay and Argentina announced their intention to come together to host the Centenary World Cup as long ago as 2017, a romantic bid given they contested the first final which was won by the Uruguayan hosts in 1930. Saudi Arabia also held talks with Greece and Egypt last year about submitting a joint bid, but the oil-rich kingdom have since refocused their sights on winning the 2034 bid and indicated earlier this year they would withdraw from an earlier race. Liverpool manager Jurgen Klopp wants the Premier League game against Tottenham to be replayed. That's what he suggested after Luis Diaz's goal was wrongly disallowed by the video assistant ref. VAR Darren England and assistant Dan Cook did not overrule when Diaz was flagged offside at 0-0 on Saturday. Liverpool lost 2-1 thanks to a 96-minute own goal from Joel Matip. audio didn't change it at all um, because I was not really interested in that why things happened because I knew um, I saw the outcome I saw a goal we, we scored and um, it didn't count so I was now not waiting for the audio and then sitting there and, and, and hoping I find out how it could happen or whatever so what I want to say is it's really important that we as big as football is, that be just and important as football is for us at least, um, that we really deal with it in a, in a proper way. So, and I mean that all of the people involved, on-field ref, linesman, um, fourth official, and especially now in this case we are, they didn't do that on purpose. So, and we, we should not forget that. Yes, it was a mistake, an obvious mistake, and I. Think there would have been solutions for it afterwards. If not, and I can say immediately. Even probably some people don't want me that to say, but as a not as a manager of Liverpool so much, more as a, a football person, I think the the only the, the outcome should be a replay. That's how it is. Probably will not happen. The argument against that will probably be if we open that gate, then everybody will ask for it. I think the situation is that unprecedented that it uh, um, didn't happen before in that moment. And we are all used. I'm 56 years old I'm, and I'm since 50 years in football and I'm absolutely used. I don't deal over it always well with it, but I'm used to wrong decisions, difficult decisions, blah, 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 all these kind of things.
There's Champions League action happening right now. Let's see what the updates are. Atletico Madrid 3-2 Feyenoord. Celtic 1-2 Lazio. Lazio have won that one. In Group F, Dortmund 0-0 Milan. Newcastle 4-1 PSG. There's a few minutes to go on that one. Sensational result. In Group G, Red Star Belgrade... 2-2 young boys, and I'm told that the Ghanaian um, has given an assist in that one. Osman, um, RB Leipzig 1, Man City 3, that's a result. Real Antwerp 2, Shakhtar Donetsk 3, FC Porto 0, Barcelona 1. That's it for the sport. I'm Gary Alsmith. Thank you very much. Like I said, tomorrow, there's the GFA elections. We are on the ground in Tamale. Please look out for our coverage across platforms. Thank you for your time. Stay with Join News. Sports segments was brought to you by Mende DBS Industries to you. Let's go to DBS Industries. viajes nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCI US LLC.